are back with another episode of the Morning Skate, episode 259 of Labor Day Weekend. Morning Skate, your host, Ked, here. I'm joined by my boy, Brownie. Brownie, it's been a bit. It's, it's good to be back in the lab. How's everything going, dude? The only hockey podcast on the internets that worked throughout the offseason and is here on Labor Day. I don't think that there's another hockey podcast going live Friday, September 2nd at 9.42 at night. I don't think so. Not a fucking chance. It's dedication, man. Um, yeah. We're gonna talk about this in Heroes and Zeros, but has has the as the heat broke up by you? Because the heat has broke here and it has been fucking so nice outside. I noticed it yesterday. I was working outside and I was on a roof and the wind shifted and it was cool air as opposed mm. to warm air. And yeah. I was like, ooh. Winter's coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what's been going on, man? Anything, anything fun? Any updates? Uh, no, I just, uh, been working, uh, playing, we got a weekly game now we're back in, we're almost done with the summer season Had and we'll talk about it in beer league and, uh, get ready for NFL kickoff hockey start. And, uh, yeah, it's really about it. Just hot, work, take, hot take. This is the best time of the year. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like another, Another week and I'll be done with exteriors for the year. Then I'll really be. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm so over the summer here. I'm so over just yeah. like sweating through pants and Agreed. just like pretending. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, let's, uh, let's just hop into it, dude. Let's, uh, let's, let's get her going. Mia culpas. Hi, this is Mia culpa. And I'm here to introduce the morning skates. Mea culpas with Ked and Brownie. All right, it's May a couple of time. Actually, before we hop in, just want to give Ryan Connor a shout out. Guy I work with at Drive. He's the biggest hockey fan in the office. I mentioned him a few times. He texted me today and he's like, oh, hold on, I gotta pull this up. I fucking love this kid. Actually, congratulations to him too. He just got engaged. Oh, congrats. And he's going to uh and condolences to his fiance. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe Instagram messaged me. I don't know. The kid's a beauty. He's from uh, Arizona, so I told him. Yeah, you should go to that uh, that college rank and see what's going on there. Um, oh, he said, I need the NHL season to start. I need some fresh content for the pod. So he uh, he's fired up. But Mia Culpas, let's do it, Brownie. And for people who are just tuning in, um, this is for all of our fuck-ups. So. Follow, not just fuck-ups, but also catch-ups. Uh, so the only thing we screwed up on the last podcast, and I'm ignoring the interview one I did because I'm sure there were mess-ups in there, but uh, – the player, remember we talked about when Johnny Gaudreau signed with Columbus, there was a player who bought and sold his home. Yes. Remember I, we talked about that? Yeah. It was Cam Atkinson. Okay. So he sold his house, went to Philly? Philly. Philly? Went to Philly, realized he would, I mean, well, there's the motto for Columbus, or the motto for Columbus, even better than Philly. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he realized he wanted to have his home base in Columbus, and he went back and bought the house back from the guy who he had I'm sold. A, I'm a Cam Axon guy just because he likes torts, and if he likes torts, he has that like old school hockey mentality. Yeah, no, I like Atkinson too. It just was a, it was a, I just couldn't remember the name. Uh, and a follow up on a story we talked about before, Brett Favre. The FBI. Well, I saw this. Yeah, yeah dude, he's a fucking. It's a scumbag. He, yeah, with, especially with everything that's going on in Mississippi with their infrastructure and the water being poisoned and everything, and he's taking millions of dollars that was meant for welfare. So fuck you, Brett Favre. Yeah, that probably uh, could have went over a little bit better. One of the goats, in my opinion, Salma Hayek turns fifty-six today. Holy shit! And dude, you texted me that picture of her. Ooh, or that video. The video, yeah. Oh my god! For all of you who who enjoy Salma Hayek, go check out her Instagram. She posted a nice video today uh, for to celebrate her birthday, no. and uh, she still no. has her fastball. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Fucking 96 on the black bud. <laughs> um, we're, we're currently six days from the NFL kickoff and 40 days from the NHL opening night puck drop. 40 days ain't nothing. That's going to no. be here before you know it. Actually, then, you, mentioned, you mentioned NFL. Have you watched that hard knocks thing on, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a new episode. I'm one episode behind. I enjoy well, that. I think that Aiden Hutchinson kid's going to be sick. I like his style and oh I love, and I, I love the running back coach. What was I listening to? I was listening to a podcast. Oh, I know what I, it's stupid talking about the podcast, but whatever. I mean, everybody listens to a bunch. We, I was listening to part of my take today and they had Jerry O'Connell on, you know, who that is. Yeah, yeah. And he's hilarious when he comes on, he comes on to talk about fantasy football and it's hilarious, but he was talking about hard knocks and Jerry O'Connell's like, I want to have sex with that entire family, including <laughs> the father. He's a, but just the way he did it, it's definitely worth an interview worth. Listening. Well, do you know, do you know how tall he is? Aiden Hutchinson? I'm gonna guess six five, dude. He doesn't look that big in hard knocks and shit. He's because six, he's proportionate. Seven. He's six, six seven. seven. Wow. Like what, dude? I thought he was like maybe <laughs> six two, six three. I thought he was one of those smaller DNs. No. Hey, since since we're already going off the rails, have you seen? <laughs> have you seen She Hulk? No idea what that is. It's it's pretty much. I think the title is pretty self explanatory. It's She Hulk. She Hulk? <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. There's a kid in the Capital District, I guess, I found out tonight that calls himself Mr. Forklift because he just fucking lifts heavy weight. Can you imagine, yeah, like, making enough. up your own nickname? As no, Mr. no, She Hulk is a real thing. It's a TV show. Oh, I thought you were talking about a person that everybody no, no, no. called She Hulk. No, 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 that would be oh, me. Man. No, there's She Hulk uh, is a Marvel property. She's Bruce Banner's cousin. His blood spilled. I don't want to give any way spoilers, but it's on Disney Plus. It's like the it's like a series, a TV show. And we were talking at work the other day about it. She it, she's a Hulk, right? Like the green guy, but she's like not out of control, angry. But yeah. she's supposed to be. She's meant to be like six seven or six eight. And we were all talking at work, and we're like, "Oh yeah, I would." <laughs> <laughs> she, the like actress who plays her super hot. So there you go. I don't think I. I don't think I can. Nah, six eight's a little bit too tall for me. Nah, hey, buddy, you got to take a shot. So, yeah. hey, the last thing is we are looking for writers for the upcoming mm. season. Love that. Uh, we have plenty of openings in the Atlantic, Montreal, Ottawa, Tampa Bay, and Ottawa would be a good team to write for right now, I would say. Yeah, I so, uh, in the Metro, Carolina, Columbus, the Islanders, Pittsburgh, uh, in the Central, Arizona, Chicago, good luck, uh, Colorado, Nashville, and Winnipeg. Uh, I would like Winnipeg would be fun too if you were living in Winnipeg. So if you're in Winnipeg and you look for something to do this winter, yeah, start writing for the morning skate. And then the last one, the Pacific, Anaheim, uh, the Kings and the Sharks. So if you like hockey and you are better at computers than I am, which is not saying a whole hell of a lot, which we'll get to in my zero, and you would like to write and uh, you know, be able to chirp Ked like we all do, then reach out, morning skate. There you go, buddy. I love this. We're going to hop into NHL news. I just glanced over at the docs. Our first story, I had no idea happened. So, Wait, before you do that, talk about JT Miller because that's not on the dock. Yep, JT Miller re-ups in Vancouver. Seven years, eight mil a year, 29-year-old center. Uh, can comparisons, Mika Zibanejad, also 29, uh, he makes 8.5. So he's making a little bit less than Mika. JT Miller, you know, he probably feels great because what has it been the last like two years? It's just been JT Miller's getting traded. 
And now, and it seems like he's taking like a leadership role there. Yep. Rangers draft pick. I always liked him. He always kind of had like this cockiness, like edge to him, but uh, yeah, JT Miller, man. And, and like, he had an all right career with the Rangers. He went to Tampa. I think he lit it up and then he like stopped lighting it up. And then he went to Vancouver and he's like a point per game center now. So um, he's a man because he plays a, he plays the 200 foot game. He has, a, he has a deer tattoo, even though he doesn't go hunting. Fun is it Bambi like or no? It's like a I don't know what deer company it is. It's like a hunting company tattoo. Yeah. Uh, back when they had like the twenty four seven when the Rangers were in it, they were all making fun of them. All right, so there you go. There you go. Uh, right. Yeah. So is this real life or are you just fucking with me? That was real life. Nicholas, as far as Bat- I know, I didn't Nicholas, know about it either. <laughs> Nicholas Backstrom, Hank. There's no way this is real. Like I feel like this would have been all over Twitter. I feel like you're fucking with me. I'm not. I'm not. Listen, if I wish I could have, I wish I could have come up with something like Nicholas that. Nicholas Backstrom. Like, did like did you get duped? Maybe. This is this is quality podcasting. Ked, me filling air while Ked researches a story on his phone. Dude, nothing's popping up. I think you got duped. Yeah, it was very specific due to injuries and stuff. No, I think you got duped, man. No way, man. I think you definitely got duped, bro. I just searched Nicholas Backstrom retired. There's nothing there. Are you sure? Yeah. They said that they might be without Nicholas Backstrom and Tom Wilson for the foreseeable future, but nothing about retiring. Nicholas Backstrom. Yeah, we're going to scratch that one. That's a that's a mea culpa that we definitely have to wow. talk about next week. My bad, buddy. You're good. I was like, holy shit, how how is how we not like trip disco for this? I was like the yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. <laughs> well, listen, we gl- we just said we're glad summer's over. That's the heat. Get- well, hey, might as well have brain now, not when not when hockey starts. So that's fine. Hey, just kidding. It was a real fucking curveball there. Uh <laughs> the recently signed old Chari at his introductory presser let slip the cookie nickname he acquired in Florida. I'd have I'd say I'd have four or five Oreos before a pregame nap, and then I have a great nap. So cookie it's a good nickname it's not bad it's not bad speed yeah it's not bad um did you see actually did you see the thing a high school football team got in trouble for hazing people did you see this and it, they they stole a scene right out of blue mountain state have you ever seen blue mountain state i've seen like clips i don't think i've ever even seen a whole episode but yeah so, I'm like one of like, the first episodes they have the rookies do this run on the football field where they have to like put a a cookie between their butt cheeks and run like an entire football field and it falls out. You have to eat it. This yeah. high school football team in Texas, like did that and they got caught with hazing. It was like this huge national news. Didn't so know if Just, Hey, that's cookie talk for you. Um, <laughs> Vegas, they signed Phil the thrill one year, 1. 1.5. Uh, some dates to be aware of on 10, 24, he could tie the NHL Ironman streak versus Toronto. Then on 11, 17 can play in his 1000th consecutive game against Arizona. I wonder if that's in Arizona or in Vegas. I think they're both of those happen to be in Vegas, if I remember correctly. Imagine playing a thousand games in the show and you're in Vegas. What do you do after the game? Yeah. <sighs> wow. But uh, the more, the more, the more, the the more surprising thing is, how long did he sit and wait for a one point five? You wouldn't take Phil Kessel. So I saw, like, I think Greg Wasinski came out with something the other day talking about how like teams that know they're not going to be in the playoffs are just trying to kind of tank and it's taking away money from other people like Tyler Mott's still on sign. He's a fucking great player. Like oh. it's taking money away. Like Phil thrill just signed 1.5. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So 
I don't know. Him in Vegas. Him with Jack Eichel would be kind of fun to watch. Uh, yeah, exactly. After announcing Robin Leonard will miss the entire 2022-23 season after hip surgery, he replied via the media, my hip isn't even that bad, but if the front office doesn't give a shit about hockey in Vegas, why should I? Sheesh. Yeah. yeah. Like Vegas is imploding right now. Yeah. I feel bad for Butch Cassidy. I mean, he's making good money and he, he's a good coach. Um, yeah. I, I just, uh, that was a tough one to see that from Leonard. Yeah. And if, listen, if you're Vegas, you as a front office management, you must know that if there's one guy on the roster that is not going to just fucking go along with your bullshit, it's Robin Leonard. Especially with injuries. Yeah, exactly. Right? Because, because yeah. of what happened. Where when did that happen? Where he got fucked. Was it Buffalo with his ankle? He had like bad. I think it was Buffalo with his. Yeah, yeah we're talking about Jack Eichel. Yeah. So, um, more Vegas club sign. Jake. Oh God damn it. Lecision. Lecision and Paul Cotter to three year contract extensions and Nicholas Roy five years at fifteen mil, three mil a year for Nicholas Roy. Sheesh. Um, Arizona State University announced that their new multi-purpose arena where the Coyotes will play for the next three years will be, will be named Mullet Arena. Somehow that's a true story, but Nicholas Paxstrom <laughs> retiring is not. So like that, I think that's just like on brand, right? Oh, like, lean oh, into it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. think so too. Everybody thinks it's fucking super sick. It's, de- it's definitely, you know, Something. it's out there. Yeah. It got you in the news. Yeah. There you um, go. And then Lawson Krause, five years, 21.5, 4.3 million. That's a great uh, deal. So I think he's a great player, but do you think at any point he just gets fed up of playing in Arizona or no? Well, the plus side for him is that, that that's an uh, attractive contract for the player he is. So he could be moved. I think so too. You know, oh, Jake DeBrus for him straight up. There you go. Bruins eat the extra cash. Edmonton signed uh, Yamamoto for two years, 6.2 mil. It's 3.1 a year. Uh, just to Connor McDavid's that Out of all the players between uh, drafted between 1998 and 2021, only two players have more career points than McDavid. Steve Stamkos in 08 and John Tavares in 09. Uh, Stamkos had 972, Tavares had 895. McDavid, 15 draft, has 697 points, according to Sportnet. So that's he. So basically, he's given them a head start. Uh, that was that was two thousand and eight, not nineteen ninety eight. My apologies. Oh, uh, but that was that's him giving them a head start, basically. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I mean, that's fucking nuts, dude. That's what I'm saying. It's a great stat. That was sports stat. Yeah. Um, World Juniors. Uh, Latvia celebrated their first World Juniors win in three thousand eight hundred seventy five days when they beat. Uh, now is Czechia the same thing as Czechoslovakia? I don't know. I think so, but I'm not 100%. Okay. <laughs> Which is, uh, dude, <laughs> that could be that could be a t-shirt. Yeah. I think so, but I'm not 100%. The morning <laughs> skate. <laughs> uh, they advanced to the quarterfinals for the first time ever. They'd previously gone 0-27 in the tournament. That just meant they were due for all the gamblers out there. Uh, the Cinderella team eventually fell to Sweden 2-1, uh, put on quite a show. Runner-up co- co-hosting tournament next year with Finland. Canada won the summer tournament with an OT win uh, over Finland, while Sweden beat Czechia for bronze. The U.S. lost them in the quarterfinals. The highlight of the tournament was the save by Mason McTavish to keep Canada alive in the final. That was crazy. Puck on the line. Guy comes out of nowhere, bats it down. They go the other way. Did you see it? The guy had his hands up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's brutal. Yeah. Uh, and then more juniors. Connor Bernard has 70 goals, 129 points in the last 77 games spread across the WHL, U18, U20 tournaments, and he just turned 17 in mid-July. So 
This is why teams are tanking. <laughs> you know what the craziest fucking thing about this? This is how good this kid is. Think about the last 77 games you played a beer league or pick up. The last 77 times you've been on the ice. Yeah. Have you put a puck in the net 70 times and including warmups? I would say maybe seven times. Yeah. <laughs> like it's insane. The shit that this kid's doing, he's doing yeah. it uh, supposedly against the best kids of his age and yeah. older. Yeah. That's yeah, he's that kid's yeah, be he's a fucking star, him. dude. That kid is everything I wish the Rangers got in the first overall pick and more. And no fucking classic Rangers, which we will get into in a little bit. I don't know if you saw the Nils Lundqvist news, but nice. They need to stop. Yeah, we'll get into it. Uh, Detroit, they signed Philip Zanina for three years, $5.47, $1.82 million AAV. Kind of a rough thing for the guy who said that. Everybody who got drafted in front of him, the teams were going to regret it because he was going to fill the net. Not so mm. much. Um, Dallas, Jake Andre, three years, 12 mil, four a year. Um, Fink wrote an article about it. He Fink broke it down great, and he, and he, he, he spelled out how they still have room for Robertson. Uh, so yeah, check that article out. And this, the other thing I saw today, this could be the blueprint for the Bruins, uh, on re up and Swayman. Yep. I think this is great. I mean, the, yep. the show he put on against Calgary in the playoffs was, was like, sick. Yep. I'd be happy. Uh, oh Jesus. Boston. They brought back Patrice Bergeron one year, 2.5 stand up fucking guy. Because if that guy went anywhere else in the NHL, he's making seven. Probably short term. Yeah. Uh, David Krejci, one year, one mil. I'm sure these are loaded with bonuses. They I, I incentives. Would, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pavel Zaka after arbitration, one year at three point five. I don't like that guy. I will see how he does it with the Bruins. Well, I don't like him because he's from Jersey, and you know, well, you never, Mark, Mark you never fall. Hey, you never fall in love with the Jersey Shore. Dude, so Mark Recchi came out the last few days saying that the Bruins. Uh, that he's going to be good for the Bruins. His opinion that he said he's more talented than Halla which is kind of a slap in the face to Hall to come out like that and say it. But but I just want to say, just for a moment, throughout all of this, I kept the faith that this was going to happen. So I knew that I knew that this was going to happen when they fired Cassidy and DeBrusque was like, I take away my trade request. And then yeah, I talked like, to DePont dude, when it had it had to have worked out that way because Bergeron hadn't resigned yet. And if they fired Cassidy they did that knowing it was going to affect whatever decision Patrice Bergeron made, meaning that this guy did not have the room at all. I When I interviewed DuPont, um, for those of you that haven't listened, it was a special episode, Kevin Paul DuPont of the Boston Globe, long how, time. How, how text me, he goes, you guys, what's, what? how did you pronounce his last name? DuPont. So he's like, you got KDP? That's a huge deal. Like, how was pumped? Yeah, 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 yeah. How would be? Yeah, I've read this guy my whole life. He's unbelievable. But anyways, he and I asked him what he thought about the whole Cassidy thing, and he basically he talked about how he loved Cassidy as as a reporter. Cassidy would always tell you the truth, and he was very transparent. It would be tough on players, but he also commented that, and it was great because I felt justified. <laughs> he was like, the effort I saw from DeBrusque last year, and the fact that he came out and said he wanted out. When Harry Sinden was the GM of the Bruins, he would have been he wouldn't have played again from that moment. He would have been out of here. Yeah. And you know, and he thinks maybe he lost the room, but he goes, he he his thing, what he ah, uh, what did he call it? He called it his tea leaves. It wasn't even like allegedly, allegedly, like we do, you know what I mean? Yeah. He said in his thoughts and his tea leaves, what he thinks happened is that 
uh, the old man, Jeremy Jacobs, got saw all these people wanting out and all this stuff in the paper. And he leaned on the son, Charlie, who then leaned on Neely and Sweeney. And Neely and Sweeney weren't going to fire themselves. So what do you do? You fire the coach. And he made the argument, and he said last year, I said the last three years, that Cassidy had a better a better run the last three years, in my opinion, than Sweeney and Neely did. So I just think it's awfully strange. Krejci leaves, you fire Cassidy, and Krejci comes back. Same yep. with the Brust. I mean, you got to keep your people happy. And listen, if he was loved, you're telling me that wouldn't have affected what Patrice Bergeron did this summer? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Pittsburgh extends Mike Sullivan for three years. I hate Mike Sullivan just because, like, there's just something fucking about him. But I'll tell you this. It's a good fucking coach, dude. I mean, it's yep. probably pretty easy having Sidney Crosby on your team and, like, Malkin and Latang and shit. And I think, overall, the Penguins definitely, I think they're deeper than Edmonton. So, you, like, you can kind of compare them because you have the Crosby-McDavid, right? But I, I just don't know. I feel like Pittsburgh's done very well. I think their coach. Well, I, I think that you can speak to Sullivan – and not necessarily him, it's probably his assistant, but he puts the assistants in that position to succeed with the what they went through with goalies mm-hmm. over the last three or four years. You know, and then they have to reshuffle the D and they play a different style depending on who the goalie is. So, yeah, you know, you got to give it to him. Yeah. So good for him three years. The New York Islanders, they made a ton of moves, guys. Free agency, <laughs> they were fucking ready to go. This um, is why this is in here. Yeah, so at the deadline, per cap friendly, they had $11 million in space and announced no signings of relevance until this week when they announced the following signings. Noah Dobson, three years at 12 mil. It's four a year. Dennis Chalowski, two years, figures not reported. Arnon Durandro, two years, figures not reported. Paul Ledoux, two years, figures not reported. Hudson Fashing, two years, figures not reported. Hudson Fashing is the only one I know on that list. <laughs> uh, he played for the U.S. World Junior Team. Uh, the spin out of Long Island is that last year's team faced a season opening road trip and unprecedented losses due to COVID, and that their team is a playoff team as assembled. The man games lost stats don't hold up against this agreement. However, as the Islanders were in the middle of the pack for man games lost injury COVID this season. So that's, that's their spin. Their, their spin is is that they they lost all these man games and they uh, COVID decimated them and they overcame all this adversity. Blah blah blah. But then there's there's. I mean, you can't bullshit, and maybe this is Lou being old school. You can't bullshit the stats anymore. Yep. And there are there's websites that track man games lost, and the Islanders were in the top half. They they didn't, and and they got rid of Barry Trot. So it's gonna be interesting to yeah. see what the fuck happens there. Um, Calgary traded Sean Monahan in a conditional oh, 2025 first round pick to Mount, uh, Montreal in exchange for future considerations. Uh, they were just trying to, you know, clear up that cap space because they went and signed Nazim Kadri, Nazim Kadri, seven years, 49 mil, seven a year. Per 32 Thoughts, podcast players that were unsigned around the league had been texting Kadri to sign already. The Flames also signed. Wow, I didn't know that. So they wanted to get the ball rolling. Yeah, everyone was kind of waiting for Kadri to to do something. And that's what uh, they said on 32 Thoughts. They were like, people were texting Kadri. I guess he admitted it. Um, Flames also signed Andrew Majipani three years, 17.4. This is a kid that came on last year and just fucking filled the back of the net. Um, gritty little player. Uh, Kadri also took the cup to his hometown mosque in London, Ontario, becoming the first Muslim player to win the cup and the first time Lord Stanley has visited a mosque. Pretty cool, yeah, good for him. Monumental. The Flames also resigned Jonathan Huberto, eight years, 84 mil. The contract is a full no move clause for the first six and then a list of 12 teams for the last two years. Do you remember? When they lost Gaudreau and Kachuk, we were like, oh, my God. So, Brad Tree Living, GM of the Year. 
Right? Yeah. Considering that now. what this guy was able to do to recoup that. Yeah. That ain't bad. So what he did is he got re- so it was Moynihan, Gaudreau, and Kachuk mm-hmm. for Kadri, Uyghur, and Huberto. And I would I would take the first three as I think everybody would, but not a it's bad. Not, it's it's not yeah. It's not like you got fucking hosed, hosed. Like and they may have the best defense in the Western Conference. Yeah, I I, I remember seeing that and being like, wow, dude, like that guy deserves a pat on the back. He earned GM of money. the year. Give it to him now. Um, Winnipeg signed Mason Appleton three years, six point three. That's a two point one million a year. Uh, Carey Price. Uh, Canadians Kent Hughes confirmed that Price will be on long-term injury reserve for the entire 2022-23 season, which will give Montreal the cap flexibility to fit Monahan's deal. I don't know if there's a path for Carey to turn the season to put in perspective what Carey has done through his career. His entire uh, career, he played with one 80-point player. That was Kovalev in Price's rookie year. Compare that to Colorado, who had four just on this year's roster alone. Um, and if and his international, like he's still, in my opinion, he's a Hall of Famer because international. Oh, I don't play, know. Uh, well, it's Hockey Hall of Fame. It's not NHL Hall of Fame. Yeah. So his international puts him over the top because if you ask for years, if you ask any NHLer who they want on their team as a goalie, they all pick Carey Price. Yeah, but I saw somebody put out a uh, – it was like Carey Price on one side, Henrik Lundqvist on the other side with their stats like side by side, and it's like mm-hmm. – Well, international play, yeah. They're on different teams. And this one – Another thing about Carey Price, do you remember the NHL awards when he didn't have a uh, pocket yeah. square yeah. and his wife gave him his, her panties? I mean, legend. Yeah, that that's pretty fucking cool, dude. Uh, <laughs> Tampa Bay Lightning signed Philip Myers one year, 1.4. Because apparently Tampa Bay, they can shake out the couch somewhere in the players' lounge and find a, another million. I don't understand how they do this. I really don't. They just do, man. It's fucking crazy. It's, I, I, I don't know. Uh, Colorado head coach Jared Bednar helped organize the fifth annual Humboldt Broncos Memorial Day golf tourney and brought the cup to help uh, raise money. He has no links with the hum- uh, with Humboldt, but grew up a few hours away and played against them when he was younger. Stand up, just back. a solid That's guy. Cool. That's and it was something move. like he raised like five hundred thousand or something. It was a big number. That's a dude. That's a fucking. Think about the first time you win a cup, how you, you probably want to like, and then you want to just do whatever the fuck you want to do with it. Not saying that you wouldn't want to do this, but like just to, that's just fucking really cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Bednar guy now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they also signed your boy Anton Bleed and Ryan Murray for one year, 750 each. Pretty cheap for Bleed. I thought he was pretty decent. Fourth liner there. So. Yeah. <laughs> they have their pricing structure. They're I feel like Colorado they're gonna is very suck. they're huh? gonna suck. Colorado? Yep. Okay. I don't they won't suck. They won't be as good as they were. They have Alex Georgiev in that. They are going to be they're gonna have not have a fucking clue what's gonna go on there. Okay, yeah. But, all right, we'll see. We'll see. Uh OHL Laura Ford Fortino named OHL's first female assistant coach with Hamilton Bulldogs. Good for her. Good for her. Um, Nashville signed Yakov Trennan to a two-year, $3.4 million contract after going through arbitration. That's so the second long. arbitration run for Nashville, wasn't it? Mm. Didn't they have someone else go through? Was it Ethan Bear? No, he was, no, he was in Carolina, Carolina, right? Yeah, he was in Carolina. The only thing that I kind of remember about Nashville is they got uh, Nino Niederreiter, and that guy really fucking impressed me during uh, playoffs. But uh, – the Devils, ugh. they signed Jesper Bratt to one year, $5.45 million contract. I love this. 
just because like you would think they would try to lock that fucking guy up. He's so good. He doesn't want it. Nope. Miles Wood, one year, 3.2. Tell you what, man, next off season, you get Ryan, you get rid of Ryan Reeves' contract. You're, you're kind of looking, I would fucking love Miles Wood. On yeah. A poor, a very poor man, Tom Wilson. Uh, IHF Women's World Championship. USA wins over Canada in the preliminary round during the top seed and matched up against Hungary, who like <laughs> they beat 12 to 1. Switzerland defeated Japan 2 1 in a shootout, and Czechia uh, bested Finland in overtime. Canada got the W over Sweden 3 0, setting up a possible meeting between our tribals, Canada, and US for the gold. The matchups for Saturday are USA, Czechia, Canada, Sweden. The medals, medal games will be on Sunday, and all games this weekend are available on NHL Network in the US and TSN in Canada. This is a good tournament. Mm-hmm. It really is. Did you see any of the videos of the Japanese players, what they do when they leave the ice? No. They they go across their own blue line, and they bow in every direction to the fans. And then as they skate off the ice, they like as they're skating out the door, they turn back around and bow once last to the whole ice surface. So that was kind of cool. Oh, what was the other one I saw? Uh, Maybe it was Chechia again, because but it was the it was the 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 men. They there was like six players that like to be the last person off the ice. So they got at the net and they did a whole tournament of uh, rock, paper, scissors till they got to one guy and he won. He got to be the last guy off. It's pretty good. Fair enough. Uh Buffalo, they signed Tage Thompson seven years, 50 mil, 7.14 a year. Buffalo continues to build the NHL competitive roster. They interviewed Kyle Poso. I forget who interviewed him, but he talked about Tage Thompson and how, like, in practice, they could tell, like, he was one of the best players there, but he yep. was, like, too nervous to put it together in a game. And then he broke out. Figured it out. So I did a little bit of a deep dive into Buffalo because I, I actually oh, I like this team. So Jeff Skinner, Tage Thompson, Victor Olofsson, Payne Krebs, Casey Middlestat, Alex Tuck, Rasmus Asplund, Dylan Cousins, just Jack Quinn. And then you have that's Mateo. a good, that's a solid top three lines. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, Matias Samuelson, Erasmus Allen as their first D pair. Matias Samuelson, he went to Northwood. Shout out Joey Moore, one of my buddies yep. played with him. Uh, and then Owen Power and Ilya Le- Le- oh God, Labushkin. Labushkin. Nailed it. Um, Craig Anderson keeps net warm until Devin Levi finishes up NCAA. Uh, an additional shout out to the Sabres for having two players named Rasmus on the roster. Rasmus, a good name. That'd be a good name for like a German Shepherd. <laughs> I guess so, man. I, I think more of like the Burmese mountain dog. Oh, yeah. I feel like Rasmus has an edge to it. A little bit. A little bit. Like a Burmese uh, mountain dog Popeye would be just as good. Popeye or pickles, dude. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, San Jose signed uh, Mario Ferraro, four years, 13 mil, 3.25. Um, I feel like that's a pretty big deal for a guy that I don't think I've really heard of before. Yeah. Well, how often do you watch San Jose? I, I think I, I think I have a pretty good like handle on the league where I think if somebody signed for 3.25, I should at least know who they are. So I'm, I'm going to be watching this guy this year. Mike Greer. Yep. His first big signing, right? Uh, Patty Kane rumors swirling. Edmonton, Toronto, Buffalo, your New York hockey Rangers. The Blackhawks re-up. Caleb Jones, one year, 3.5. Signed cup champion Jack Johnson, one year, 9.50. He needs the money. But where's Patty Kane going? I know you want him on the Rangers, and that would be great. Dep- right? Depending on what you give up for him, how we do this year, if you put him on a fucking line with Panarin, dude, oh, that would be unbelievable. I agree. Yeah. But if you take the Rangers out of it, right, I would want him on. Yeah. Both. 
on Boston. Yeah, dude, he's fine. I'd want him to go home. I think that would be great. I mean, obviously, I'd say the Bruins, right? But I I think it would be a great story if he went back to Buffalo. The only team I wouldn't root for him on on this list would be Toronto. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because no one likes Toronto, honestly. It's, uh, I don't know. Um, Paul Stasny, one year, one mil for Carolina. I think this is a sneaky good deal for a lower level. Agreed. I agree. Uh, it's another one I was like, come on. Yeah, he's good on draws too. Martin yep. Eichel, two years, six mil. Uh, newly acquired Max Petrietti's out six months with Achilles injury. Yep. One step forward, one step back. Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, we're going to talk Wayne Gretzky. The great one. Couldn't be more fitting nickname. If you took away every single goal that Wayne Gretzky This is insane, dude. Yeah, Wayne it's not. He'd still be the NHL's all-time point leader. Gretzky tallied 1963 assists in his career. While the next player on points list is Yager with 1921. That's insane. Right take every goal he's ever scored, and he still leads in points. <clears throat> you – I don't know how many cups he's won. He's won a lot of cups. Gretzky? Yeah. Six. I think Tom Brady has – Five or six, right? Michael Jordan has some. So, and if you're kind of determining championships, I kind of get that. Whatever. There's not a single player for their sport that record will never like be broken, ever. The points, ever. Yeah. Unless something unforeseen happens, like they increase the size of the nets or extend the season or something like that, you know. Ever. And I'm talking any any sport, like. I know it took a long time for Bonds to catch like Maris and all that shit, but like he was roided up. But at the same time, so Aaron, Judge, Aaron Judge is probably going to hit 62 home runs this year. So he's like still kind of close. Like I would consider that broken. Basketball, nobody's ever going to be Michael Jordan, ever. Football, nobody's ever going to be Tom Brady. Hmm. Like it's just, it's. But but there's like a possibility that it can happen. You know what I mean? Like, but you look at fucking nobody's ever gonna do this, dude. Like, yeah, insane. And the thing is, he's not he's not built like Bufflin. You know what I mean? He's like 165 pounds soaking wet. You know? Yeah, and like like Tom Brady, great quarterback, right? Like he has some stats. He has some championships and shit. Wait, I mean, Wayne Gretzky has championships, and his stats are just like. It's, it's, I was at the uh, I was at his bar in uh, Toronto once, and they have a scorebook from one of his like youth leagues or something, and the points he was putting up. It was just like like twenty games, two hundred points. You know, it was insane. He had he had more five point games, eighty five, than zero point games, seventy four. Yeah, there there was a quote he said. It was the year he retired. He knew he was going to retire when he only scored nine goals that year. And everybody's like, come on, Wayne, you still got it? And he's like, no, nah, man, I used to score nine on a good weekend. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, And then Paul Coffey, an athletic interview, people ask me, how the hell did Gretzky ever get 215 a season? And my answer is always he was trying to score 300. He went on to say, you'll never confuse Wayne with someone who liked the weight room or the bikes. But I'll tell you what, that 45 minutes, however long we were on the ice for practice, no one worked harder than him. And every time he was on the ice, he wanted to score. They made us all better. Steel sharpened steel. Yeah. I love that. Um, that's what we got for hockey before. I mean, we'll do beer league, Rangers, Bruins, whatever it is. But dump and change, Browning, do it up. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, RIP Olivia Newton John passed away at the age of 70, peacefully at a ranch in Southern California earlier this month. The singer actress had battled cancer for over 30 years. I'll tell you what, dude. There's nothing hotter than like a blonde chick that wears a leather jacket and smokes cigarettes, and it's because of Olivia Newton John. Yeah, fair. 
That was I, that like, was the transformation in that movie when I was a kid. I was like, doing. I was like, Wait, yeah, so, doing, doing, and like, you know, smoking cigarettes is kind of cool. <laughs> like, what, what is going on? Uh, All time rocket, and she, oh, yeah. she battled health health issues her whole like life. Like Thirty years, right? she, cancer. Like I think of various types, breast cancer and stuff. But I think when battled. she was in Greece, like she was like, she was fucking feeling something. I forget what it was. Keep going. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, oh God, this story. So police outside Pittsburgh in Duquesne, maybe? I don't know how you say that. Are on the lookout for a pet python that escaped while the owner was, quote, taking the snake for a walk. I mean, honestly, how fucking dumb. The python, which is reported to be close to seven foot, is an albino and supposedly not in a danger to adults. But do you want to be laying out in your backyard getting some sun while there's a seven foot python loose in, outside Pittsburgh? So sometimes I think of like people who do especially heinous crimes. Like I watch a lot of like really like creepy documentaries and shit. Mm-hmm. And like they're in jail. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, why don't we put them motherfuckers on a spaceship and just launch them to the moon? Right. Like, like save us the money. This bitch would be riding shotgun. Like, you what are you doing? Snake? Are you kidding me? So it's just like, it's infuriating how fucking stupid people can be. Yeah. I agreed. Um, the NFL speaking of, also, no. there's no way that girl smells good. If you're fucking walking a snake on a fucking... Well, I don't know if it was a girl. We don't know that. Oh, we don't know who it was? No, we. someone was walking it. Oh, I thought... Well, regardless, whatever human is doing this smells fucking terrible. They're, the hygiene has to be the worst maybe on the planet Earth. Snakes are just not bad. Exactly. You think they smell fucking good? Yeah, fair. Uh, the NFL and the NFL Players Association have agreed to an 11-game suspension for Deshaun Watson. The settlement includes a fine of $5 million that will go to charity, which is a drop in the bucket because he signed for like $260 million. Uh, and, of course, the first game back for Watson is against Houston, his former team. I was reading somewhere where everyone was saying it should have been 12 games, but the NFL was like, wait a minute. This way, if we make it 11, his first game back is against his former team, and they'll have all the ratings. Bro, some football player, I don't know his name, bet like $1,500 on his oh, uh, Calvin and Ridley, and he got suspended for the year. Yep, for the year. Yep, this dude forced hand jobs on like how many women? Thirty women. Yeah, eleven games. Yeah. One, Calvin Ridley is uh, he's a good receiver, but he's not the talent that Deshaun Watson is. That's one. It doesn't fucking matter. No, no, no. I, I listen. I agree with you that it's wrong. I'm just telling you why it happened. And the other fact is the NFL with the Raiders in Vegas and being all up in DraftKings, they don't want to have any like the slightest hint of, you know, players gambling. So, yeah, I don't think if you're an NFL employee for any team, I don't think you can gamble at all. So, yeah, what I agree with you. It's insane. Well, this is even more insane. Uh, of course, the American Massage Therapy Association is having its convention in Cleveland this month. Like, Who's the booker for that group that they were like, oh, maybe we should. That's one of those cool moments in sports. You remember like both fucking, um, what the fuck? Victor, is it Victor Rask? No. Both Sebastian Ajo scored at the same time that one night last year. The massage therapy. Uh, We have a sports moment coming up. You're going to, you're going to love it. (laughs) Uh, Oh, did you see this? The LA Dodgers reporter, David Vassage? Vassage? This was fucking hilarious. So he went down the slide at the Brewers Park while live on the, uh, Brewers Park in Milwaukee, live on the air. And if, and and if you you need, like the Brewers Park is legendary for this slide. Like I remember the one all mascot does it, right? They have a cool field. 
Doesn't the mascot does the slide on home runs, so. right? Well, the mascot is in a padded suit. And the reason why is when this guy went down the slide, he broke his hand, wrist, and six six ribs when he crashed into the bottom. The other announcers couldn't stop laughing, and he talked through the entire ride. I think the only thing he said at the end was like, holy cow, or something like that. It was, so shout out to him for keeping it together. Baseball low-key has some of the funniest fucking moments ever. Like that oh, Nick yeah. Castellanos guy when the, when oh, the announcer's yeah, like, sure. and, this, Nick, and every time something, like an announcer yeah. talking about something serious hits home run, yeah. like this this is right up with it. And the fact that the announcers couldn't stop laughing while they like introduced him made it even funnier. That just shows they're all buddies because if it was one yeah. of your friends, you'd be dying laughing. Yeah. Uh, so Tyson Fury, this was in the show notes last week. <laughs> no, this, this, is, this is the guy we like, right? This is this yeah. isn't the dude fighting Jake Paul. This is the no, no, no. Guy. This is the gypsy guy. Yeah, yeah. the gypsy okay. king. So he retires. I finally decided to walk away, and on my thirty-fourth birthday, I say bon voyage. That was last week. This week, because this lasted less than a week, he told the WBC yesterday that he intends to keep fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Uh, the NBA has decided to retire Bill Russell's number six across the entire NBA. Well-deserved. I think it's well-deserved. But my question for you is, is when Jordan passes away, they, they have to retire 23 then. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I yep, I agree. All right. Um, did you see this, the Little League World Series? This is a little while ago. So a kid got up to plate. Uh, oh, I hated this. I fucking hated every second of this. Isaiah Jarvis. He, the pitcher, Caden Shelton, hit Isaiah Jarvis on the side of the head. Jarvis fell to the ground but was all right and took first. Once at first, Jarvis could see the pitcher was rattled and visibly upset. So Jarvis walked to the mound to console Shelton and let him know he was all right. If I'm the kid's dad. You're going to get mad, but the kid, they're 12 years old. If that kid, if my kid goes over and just checks on him, hey, you all right, dude? It's everything's okay. Goes back. I'm proud of him. My kid stands there and hugs him. I'm thinking, what the fuck are you doing right now? Well, I don't know their history if they knew each other because it was Oklahoma and East Texas. So they yeah, there's no fucking history. You are in Williamsport. It might not have been in Williamsport, but that's where the where the finals are to win a fucking championship. Like, I don't care yeah. if you're 12. Like the coolest part about sports is winning. Like that's why you play sports. You don't play no, sports. Not the fucking. I can see both sides. This I knew you were gonna have that reaction. But um, like at the same time, if he went up, to, if my kid went up to him, was like, "Hey, man, you all right?" and gave him like a pat on the ass and went back to first. I'm like, I'm proud of him. I'm well, I don't like, think it was like cool. a long embrace. I think he just it gave him like a, a quick long embrace. He fucking stood there and like hugged the shit out of this kid. Oh really? Oh, maybe yeah. the other kid was upset. Whatever. I hate it. All right, so this one. I don't know if you saw this, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm going to believe it's true because it was hilarious. The Milwaukee Brewers found something new to rally around during a game Tuesday night. The Brewers were trailing the Pirates by two in the eighth uh, where the scoreboard at American Family Field put up messages from the crowd, happy birthday, etc. One such message said, quote, Mark, your friendship means the world to me. Let's not wreck it, end quote. That's the players tough. That is tough. Well, I, I hope it's true. I it's probably not, but I hope it's true because it's hilarious, right? Wait, so like let's say it is true. Does that mean Mark is with this chick at the game and he looks up and he sees that and then he looks or or maybe he's been trying and he's going to the game with his buddies and she put it up as a way to tell him? I don't know. I I hope I it's true because it's hilarious. So bad for that guy. So the Brewers rallied the brewers saw the message and per left fielder christian yelich after the game they said let's win one for mark and they rallied back to win the game seven to five uh so mark being put in the friend zone rallied them 
which is hilarious. <laughs> That's fucking funny. The boys are like, oh, that poor fucking. Yeah, because everybody, everybody's been there. All right, yeah. so here's your only in sports moment. No, nobody's been there. Nobody has ever had a girl. No, no, no. I, mean, I know. I know. Yeah, all, right. <laughs> uh, all right, so here's your sports moment. This one's going to blow oh, you up. Oh, I didn't see this. This was crazy. Serena Williams is playing in her last U.S. Open, and the other night there was a wild stat regarding her and Albert Pujols. <coughs> so courtesy of baseball blogger Dan Clark, on Clark August 20 – what? At a boy, Clarky. Oh, on August 29th, 2001, Serena Williams won at, U- won at the U.S. Open, and Albert Pujols hit a home run. That same night, Vladimir Guerrero Sr., Craig Biggio, and Dante Bichette all recorded a Major League Baseball hit. Exactly 21 years later, on August 29, 2022, Serena Williams won at the U.S. Open, Albert Pujols hit a home run, and Vad Galero Jr., Cavan, Cavan Biggio, and Bo Bichette all recorded. So their kids all recorded Major League Baseball hit. That's insane. How did this guy find the stat? I have no idea. He's a baseball blogger. I feel it's right in his wheelhouse. That's crazy. So, do you have a favorite sea animal? You personally? Do I have a favorite sea animal? Yeah. Um, growing up, I had two. I loved, I love the killer whale. I think Same. they're fucking cool. Like the whole makeup of them—that they're just fucking savages. Actually, I have a killer whale tattoo planned. By the way, I like that. I have three. So the killer whale, the yep. number two, hammerhead shark. Mm. There was just something fucking weird about that thing where I'm like, I like that one more than the great white. It was kind of like the velociraptor of sharks. Oh, you know what I mean? Good comparison. That wasn't bad. That wasn't that was bad good. at all. That was good. And then, dude, it's hard to hate on dolphins, man. Like, I feel oh, like there's not a happier fucking critter in the world than a dolphin. Yeah. Yeah. I like those. I would add a walrus in there. I like walruses. And have you ever seen a sea? If you were in the ocean, a walrus swam up to you. Would you not shit your pants? I don't know. Oh, I would absolutely. It's like a fucking bear with giant teeth in the fucking middle of the Oh, ocean. see, I think a walrus is like, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> I think it'd be friendly. Yeah, but like the moment it like growls at you or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Have you ever seen the I movie think. Tusk? Have you ever seen that movie Tusk? No. Kevin Smith movie? It's weird. Uh, Shocking. If you get high, you like it. Uh, I also like the leopard seal. They're pretty savage. But, anyways, there's these two killer whales that have been terrorizing great white sharks off the coast of South Africa over the last five years. And they're finally putting it all together. It's the same, same, uh, sh- the same killer whales. How do they know that? Uh, by their markings, all the killer whales, every marking is distinct. Like a snowflake. Sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My brain is cooking right now. <laughs> so they have refined their hunting ability so that they get the great white from below. And they cut out the liver of the great white shark with surgical precision, feed on the organ while the shark is dying, and then leave the rest of the shark to wash up on shore. Apparently, a great white liver can weigh in the neighborhood of 600 pounds. And in some of the attacks, the orcas, which they've been nicknamed port and starboard, have also cut out the shark's heart. Bro, how heavy are fucking great white sharks? Well, these sharks that these whales are killing are like nine to 15 feet long. So, <laughs> oh my God. I, would I don't know how fucking scared if I can you imagine seeing a 15 foot fucking great white shark. So there's, there's a part of Africa, uh, South Africa, where I want to say it's like great white alley or shark alley or something like that. Cause they feature it on shark week mm-hmm. and the seals have to run this gauntlet. 
and the sharks are just ripping <laughs> the on the fucking shred. Oklahoma drill. <laughs> yeah, because it looks like it. The seals go flying up in the air and everything. The sharks are jumping after them. And there's these sharks have been just kicking ass there for years. Well, these two orcas have figured it out, and they're there now preying on the orcas. Dude, there was a killer whale spotted off of Massachusetts coast this summer. Bro, so I I got my hunting license a few years ago, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start gonna hunting go hunt orcas. No, I'm gonna hunt deer. I fucking hate deer. I have a personal vendetta against them. Like I got dude, this is a true story. I used to do like a little burn cruise back in the day, and I'd have the same loop. So one night I'm doing my thing and all of a sudden, bam, I'm like, what the fuck? Put the car in park. I'm like, did I just hit somebody? It's like night out. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I look over, there's a deer running in the wood. I have a giant fucking dent. On, <laughs> so it's like on, Tommy boy. On my he was unconscious. My put him in the back seat. Story. Not two weeks later, not two weeks later, I'm doing the same fucking thing. Driving, same fucking spot. Bam, this side on the driver door. And I'm like, what the fuck? Put in park lookout. I had matching giant fucking dents on this black car. On, and it was a two-door car. So each door was bent to shit. Two uh, months later, I'm driving home from my buddy Dave's house. And it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. And it snowed. So, like, the roads were really slippery. I'm driving. I think I'm, like, went to send a text. I look up. And I don't know what you call more than one deer. I'm going to call them a flock. They were probably, like, four, to, I think it's a four to five deer in the middle of the road. There ain't yeah. shit I can do. Hammer the brakes. I fucking do a full 360, and, and I must have hit every single one of these fucking deer, dude. Pulled my car. Car shut off. When it turned back on, I'm in the middle of the fucking road. Not one deer is dead. They all fucking <laughs> ran right off. And I'm like, what the fuck? Finally get the, uh, finally get the car to start back up. I muscled this thing to my driveway. Like, dude, I was probably like four miles away from my house. I might have went five miles an hour. I had no lights. Middle of the fucking thing. Like, hit it so hard that when I'm driving home, every once in a while, the horn would start fucking going off. <laughs> I get into my fucking driveway, 3.30. I walk in, wake up my dad. I'm like, Dad. He's like, what? I'm like, hey, you got to come look at my car. And he's like, we'll do it in the morning. I was like, nah, man. I think you kind of got to look now. He comes out. He looks. Dude, it is crazy that my airbag didn't go off. Like, the entire front of my car is mangled. I don't have a fucking uh, mirror on one of my doors. He's like, all right, we'll worry about it in the morning. Next morning, I wake up, walk downstairs. He's like, all right, I'm going to need you to drive back to where you hit that deer. We got to find your mirror. I go, find my mirror for what? He's like, well, I'm going to tape it back on. I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind if you think I'm driving that car anyway. Dude, mangled, like mangled. So we called like an insurance guy. He comes out, looks at it. You know, like every once in a while, there may be some time if it's totaled or not. Looks at it and he goes, yep, (laughs) I'll call the truck right now. That's fucking totaled. (laughs) Hate deer. So anyway. That might be my favorite story you've ever told me. It's brutal. So I'm trying to learn. I would like to think of this from the other side, from the other side of you. I hope that these deer are like, here comes that fucking stoner kid again. Hey, Jimmy, you hit him this time. Dude, not even like kind of hit my car. Like they were running full tilt right directly into the side of the car. Like it was a dare. Like it was a dare. Like wild. (laughs) So I hate deer. So this year I'm going to start hunting deer. I'm going to shoot as many fucking deer as I can. I hate them. Like hate them. Okay. Now I hate deer, but we're talking about like sea animals and shit. And I saw this video on TikTok and there's this fucking big ass sea turtle swimming towards this boat. And you see this shark behind this sea turtle and this shark bites the turtle and the turtle's trying to get on the boat. And the people are like, Oh no, what's going on? And I felt really bad. Do you think that's going to change when I go to shoot a deer or am I just gonna be like, fuck this deer? Like, do you think I have like that, that heart for like an animal? Uh, I, I, I'm not a hunter, so I'm probably the worst person to ask because I, I love fishing. I love fishing. Fishing, like, I, 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 yeah, fishing doesn't hit, hit the same. 
I think if you don't make a clean hit and you walk up to the deer and it's struggling on its way out the door, I think you're done. I know, but I'm also going to be going with my neighbor and he's done that before. And, and he would be the kind of guy where it's like, girl, fucking set and shoot it again. And I'd be like, well, I can't be a pussy. Like, yeah, but I'm trying to get as much. I'm trying to bring some fucking jerky back to my people in St. Louis and shit for summit week and all that stuff. So I'm pretty pumped. Actually, next week I'm going to my buddy's. Uh, it's a hunting ca- like cabin. We're just going to drink beers and shoot guns. So it should be pretty fun. That's what I'm doing next Friday. Okay, so. New York. No, we're going to Vermont. I doubt we're gonna have reception. We're taking a couple side by sides. Like, dude, there. I don't think there's a bathroom at this place. Like, it's oh it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be something. So, all right. Well, that's it for dump and change. And that was a fantastic deer story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. This Ranger, is why you hate JT Miller's tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Rangers named Jacob Truba their 28th team captain. Yep. Um, uh, if he continues to play like he played last year, I'm all for this, dude. Like. He killed people last year. There was would, so you get a tr- would you get a Trooper jersey? No. Not yet? I, I just don't. He's never going to have, like, that Messier kind of fucking thing. Like, it's never going to be like that. I don't think he's ever going to be, like, that type of captain. I like him a lot. If, I mean, dude, if he continues to play this way for the next couple years and he's just killing people, I'd have to strongly consider it. But I, I'm just, like, I'm more of a Ryan Lindgren guy. You know what I mean? Like, that's, yep. that's more my I've, – I've never – I've never wanted the jersey of the best player on the team. I've always liked the character guides. Like, I have a Jed Wormeyer jersey, a Matt Zuccarello jersey. Uh, like, I just – I have a Brian Leach jersey, so that might be, like, one of the ones that was, like, kind of – But on that team, Leach wasn't the star either. Right. I just – I love those character guides. I always no, – I, I get you. Like, Listen, I would get a Barkley Goodrose shirt if I was a Ranger fan. Yeah. But how do you feel about this? What? About True being Gap? Oh, I thought you were like, how do you feel about this? And then we're going to give me some scenario. No, I think it's, I think it's a good one. I think, uh, whoops. I think he, I mean, I had said it was going to be him or Goudreau. I, I think they have too many young guys and their, their other offensive guys are not captain material. I don't mean to be that like. Maybe Lafreniere like years from now. But... Right. And, or, or, you know, you don't know what's going to happen with Fox, you know, I think, but the guys up front, I don't. Mika Kreider, no, I agree. Aaron, they're not captains. I agree, but they can wear the A on, you know, do a rotation like the Bruins do. I agree with that. So, no, you want your, I think you want your captain either to be your clearly best player like McDavid, or the guy who does everything like Bergeron or Crosby, right, Mm -hmm. or your truck stick of a defenseman like Truba. I think it's got to be one of those three. People battle for him. And I guess there are reports when it happened, nobody was surprised. Like he was like the captain anyway kind of thing. So I, I did see a thing with Panarin made a video and he was like, I should have been. Be. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty Panarin's fun. Cool. I like um, when I like when players like Panarin will show their personality a little bit. Yeah. Um, Just really quick. So Nils Lundqvist requested a trade. He was the first – not first overall, first-round pick a couple years ago. He was the guy who was supposed to be our 5-6 defenseman this year, didn't exactly light it up. Braden Schneider jumped over him. I don't think it's him being pissed off at management. It's just the fact that he wants a quarterback of power play and, like, Adam Fox is going to be there forever. The Rangers need to stop drafting these soft-ass fucking European players. Leas Anderson, giant pussy. Vitaly Kratsov, take my ball and go home. He's playing this year, but – and now you have Nils Lundqvist the same way. I am so fucking over this shit. Like, 
it used to be you got drafted and you were super excited and you were so proud to be a member of this team. And now it's just like whoever they're fucking drafting thinks that shit should just get given to them. And it's fucking Who's the head of scouting. It was Gordy Clark, but he, I think he just left this year. So we'll see going forward. I wonder if Drury looked at it the same way as you did and was like, thanks, but no thanks. See you later. But you also, you kind of look at our last, however many prospects, like, Lafreniere, Capo, they were they were up there. Right? I think Lafreniere is going to grow into like a Ryan Callahan type. I think the one who has kind of impressed me the most out of all of them in the last n- number of years is Keandre Miller. I oh, think yeah. stud, absolute fucking stud. So, um, yeah, stop drafting the Euros. Fucking start drafting some good old fucking Western Canadian boys that love the fucking <laughs> I knew you gonna say that. bang bodies and drink beers. And what like, do you, the, the you think about it though? When Drury comes in. So he's got to fix the on-ice product first, right, mm-hmm. and the coaching and get all that squared away. And then the next thing is the scouting, I would think. I mean, I'm not a GM, obviously, but I would think that would be the linear way to fix things, you know? Dude, this uh, this Brennan Othman kid that they had that played for the Canadian World Junior team, did you see any of his hits? Mm-mm. He was lighting people up, dude. He scored yeah. a goal between the legs like in the pregame, the pre-tournament games. Yeah. He has a lot of fucking swagger to him, dude. He just broke the record for most goals in a single season for the Flint Firebirds. I think they're they're gonna have to send back to junior, which sucks because he's he's that age where you either go to junior or the NHL. Yeah, he already proved everything he has to do in junior. That's the dumbest fucking rule. Like, start letting these kids play in the fucking AHL. I don't care. Oh, we need jobs. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck that. Like, if you're good enough to play, you're good enough to play. Uh, Will Cooley had a pretty good tournament too, and he's kind of he's trying to battle his way into a bottom six role. We'll see if he makes a team this year, but. Um, I'm excited for the fucking season, bud. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, for sure. Now, uh, what do you got for the bees? Well, Krejci and Bergeron, of course, they poo-pooed anything to do with Cassidy. Uh, Krejci came out and said that um, if uh, that would have been a good story if Cassidy's dismissal was the reason that he came back, but firing Butch had nothing to do with my decision to come back. I mean, what's he going to say, right? He's not going to say, oh, I'm back because he's gone. Uh, And Bergeron, like you talked about, leaving money on the table and being a team guy, his quote was, I made more money than I thought I would in hockey. Uh, Leaving a few dollars on the table to make sure you're on a good team for years to come is what I wanted to do. That's something that started here before me. The key part of that, leaving a few dollars on the table to make sure you're on a good team for years to come. So maybe this isn't the last ride for Pat, for Patrice Bergeron. Hopefully, here we go. Ah, hey, you never know. But yeah, so they're gonna, they're going to have uh, Fabian Lysel is going to have a chance to make the the big club out of training camp. We'll see what I'm happens. I'm pumped about that kid. He can fucking skate, and he's got he's a cocky little bastard, dude. I hope. Yeah. So when I talked to Dupont on the, on the interview, um, we talked about the Bruins. He thinks it's it all hinges. I mean, this is no great like hockey mind to say this. And nothing against him, but it's pretty obvious. He's like, it all depends on Swayman, right? If Swayman can be a true number one, then uh, the Bruins are going to be great. And he thinks, every, by everything DuPont has seen of Swayman, that he has all the tools uh, in terms of his style of play, his confidence, his attitude, everything is there. Just he has to seize it, right? So hopefully he can. Um, that being said, I asked him about Lysel or Lassell, however you say it. And he said, one of the things is he has a, uh, high school built and he even said he goes it sounds kind of weird but i got to see him in the locker room this year to see what he looks like 
Yeah. Uh, he says like Pasternak got bigger, but Pasternak had like a more solid frame mm -hmm. where this kid is more youngster type of frame. So that makes it tougher, obviously, but he has speed for days and depends on how they stack the lines, what happens, because the whole thing is you don't have McAvoy, Grizzlick, or Marchand for the first month, month and a half. Yeah. So it's going to be a tough, tough one, but it'll be this. Hey, you will figure out who the number one goalie is and. We got Patrice and Krejci back, so we'll see what happens. Right. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. 40 days. 40 days. So, there you barely go. Barely ground up. Um, I've been skating quite a bit. Oh, I, yeah? Uh, nice. Yeah, I'm uh, in the Schenectady skate. They have, like, these open skates. It's that EC Mayhem crew that I talk about. I've officially joined the league, which I'm super excited about, dude. The, the game times, they're every Sunday, 4.30, 6, or uh, – 7.30 are the game times on a Sunday. It's yeah, we talked Sunday. about that. Those are great times. As yeah. long as you don't care about the NFL game, it's great. I'll be in my bed at the latest 9.30, which not bad. Um, I'm excited to play, dude. It's It's been fucking the first game. I fucking had quite the oh. game. Second game, not so much. The third game. And these are just the skates. These are like before the season yeah, starts. Yeah, yeah. uh, boy, it, you know, if you don't play hockey for a couple months and then you get back on the skates, holy shit, dude. Yep. But what's weird is like the first couple shifts, I'm dead. And then towards the end, I'm fine. Yep. That's so it's like, yeah, but I'm pumped. Ready well, to go. hey, before before we move on to mine, the thing we talked about, though, and this would be a good thing for Morning Skate listeners. So Ked's new league is what did we figure it out. It was like 18 bucks a skate. I think mine's like 22 bucks a skate. And we're just curious, other parts of the country, we're in the Northeast. What do you pay like in Arizona, California, you know what I mean, yeah. Kansas? Let us know. Reach out to us on, you know, through Twitter or Instagram, yeah. what, what your leagues cost. Just curious for around the country. I I'm think it would be interesting to see it. Dude, I'm pumped. So this is the first year they're going to do USA Hockey, so we're going to have refs and shit. Yep. Um, last year they had, if you were there, you could just ref, and they would pay you money and you would do it. So oh. I, was, I was hoping to do that this year, but they're doing USA Hockey. But – you can also score keep, and they're always looking for scorekeepers. So technically, like twenty five bucks a game or something. Yeah, dude. So I could play yeah. a game, make fifty bucks, go home. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. That's what I have for beer league. What do you got? Uh, we had our last summer league game last week. Uh, we got pumped, eight nothing. Ready for this eight nothing game? I was one of four defensemen there, and I left the game even. I wasn't on a on ice for a single goal. That's crazy, had my guy. <laughs> i was saying that in the locker room we're walking off we're skating off i go to the goalie i go that was a tough one but he's like yeah and i go i had my guy he's there was a play that i i should have picked up this guy and the guy scored and i immediately turned around there's another kid on their team and i just kind of like you know kind of hooked into him and i'm like i had my guy and they're like you're <laughs> such a fucking asshole well um, so so last night we had our first playoff game and we ended up winning three you call you call you say four three in the shootout, right? If you if it goes to a shootout, so it's we a won four scoring game. Yeah, it would, the goalies were both really played really well until until the shootout. We we I was the I was supposed to be the fourth guy in the shootout. Our first three guys scored. Their first three guys didn't. Game over. Yeah. I didn't get my chance, but whatever. Uh, but there was a play in the game where I did not have my guy. The, <laughs> I was playing D. I'm on the right side, and the the. The kid was coming through the neutral zone, and I could see the defenseman looking at him. I was like playing cornerback, like I'm going to pick this one off. And I and I, the kid throws this past him, and I think it's the kid was not that good because I've been playing. It was the third period. 
Yeah. And I think the puck's going to go like explode on him and go to the wall. So I take two steps to the wall and the kid corrals it and walks in alone. I'm like, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) I went right over to the goalie. I'm like, dude, that was mine. He's like, no, no, no. It's all right, Brownie. But hey, yeah, our goalie, Mike, shout out. He, uh, he must've had five poke checks in front of the net. It was awesome last night. He played great. Dude, and then he shut the door in the in the shootout. Nothing more so infuriating we, than going in on a goalie and then poke checking the puck. Yeah, yeah. And so we live to fight. Uh, we play for the Summer League Championship next week, I guess. Can you do me a favor? The next time you're on a breakaway, get to, like, middle of the circles, like, directly in the middle of the net. So, like, you're maybe, like, 10 feet away from them, maybe 12 even. Yeah. Skate in, just look down, and just shoot a five-hole. It goes in, like, 85. That's I don't have any other break move, breakaway Wait, move besides what? that. I'm supposed to look down at, at the puck or at yeah. him? I don't even look at him. Like when I'm skating down, I get to right around the middle of the circles and I look down and I think that they think I'm thinking about deking. And I just, I literally just rip it on the ice five hole and I'm like 85% of the time it goes in. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say that's better than my normal move, which is to hit them square in the chest. Like don't keep it on the ice, lift it up the ice a little bit, but fucking fire it, dude. I'm telling you, man, like it's automatic. It's yeah. like they stop it. I'm like, whoa. Was this like Jeremy, Ro- Jeremy Roenick in the old uh, NHL game? And what's cool is if they do stop it, normally the puck goes to the corner and you're on a breakaway, so you get the puck. So it's not like um, – yeah, so that's what we have for beer league. That's barely. Uh, Dom Moore, let's do it. Hey, fans, this is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff here. I have two heroes. Go ahead. First hero, HBO Max. Um, Game of Thrones is back. It's fucking back. And Never seen a single episode. Oh, it's so good. You're missing out on so many things. So pump that's back to HBO Hard Knocks. We were talking about, did we talk about that before we recorded? I think it was before we recorded. I enjoy yeah. Hard Knocks quite a bit, but it's always like, oh, this guy. Oh, great backstory. He's getting cut. <laughs> yeah, he's done. Um, And then like, just to kind of talk about it, dude, like I watched the Sopranos on that shit. Like, dude, they have so many good shows on that on HBO Max if you have it. Keep watching if you don't get it. Speaking of shows, did you <coughs> you were watching Umbrella Academy also, weren't you? Love that, love that show. Did you watch it all the way through? Yeah. So I I like how they wrapped it all up, but it's still open for. There's season. another season. There's another yeah. season. I'm talking oh. about the one. Then my second hero. It's fall. I walked outside last night and I could have had jeans and a fucking. It was it was just unbelievable. So, Brownie, what are your three favorite things about fall? Uh... We talked about this earlier, so I have t- a tie for third. We'll do, we'll do a Don Moore uh, three-star little snake. All right, so I have a tie for third. Mm-hmm. My my third is the better sports, right? Football, hockey, baseball actually means stuff in the fall, right? Yep. So that's all great. Uh, and then I love, like, lasagna, soups. <laughs> it's yep. that kind of food, chowder. Right. So those yeah. that's number three. My number two is fires. Yeah. Bonfires. Yeah. Bonfire outside in the yard, the fire pit. We have a wood stove that heats the house. We're not right there for that, but I just love having the fires going. Why do they call it a bonfire? Because you bond. There's no D in that, bud. No, I know, but maybe they just cut the D because bonfire. <laughs> that's weird. what it is. I don't know. I gotta look it up. All right. And then my number one, it's not hot. <laughs> That's my number one. My number one favorite thing about falls is not hot. Yeah. I I would rather be cold than hot any day of the week. I'm going to go my three. I have a tie for three. 
um, better sports. And then there's just something about wearing jeans, cowboy boots, and a flannel, dude, walking around <laughs> fucking just chilling. I love that shit. Uh, number two, crock pot season. You can start fucking utilizing some chilies, some chick- chicken cacciatore, whatever it might be in that crock pot. And the number one, my favorite fucking thing about fall is you can roll your windows down and crank your heat at night when you're driving. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nothing better than that. Um, That's a good one. Yeah, so those are my two heroes. All right, so here you go. Bonfire. Late Middle English from bone plus fire. The term originally denoted a large open air fire on which bones were burnt, sometimes as part of a celebration. Also one for burning heretics or prescribed literature. Oh, so they burned witches and books. Uh, it's kind of creepy, dude, when you think yeah. about it. Never do that. So that that's why is it called? Here's another one. Why is it called bonfire? It's actually derived from Middle English Bone fire, meaning literally a fire of bones. The earliest appearances of the word is Latin for fire of bones. And a citation from the 15th century confirms that this is not just learned folk etymology. Yeah, whatever. I like my version better. Bonfire. I don't, think I've ever had a, I don't think I've ever had a true bonfire then. Because you never burn bones. You never burn bones. I don't even know where to get Well, them. bones. Weed bones. That is... <laughs> <laughs> it counts. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, hey, speaking of weed. So, you ready for my day tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Labor Day weekend special. So, so the one of the kids who worked for me this summer, great kid, the kid who took the video up at UNH that we mm-hmm. put on our socials, he texted me. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna come home for Labor Day. You want to work?" And I'm like, "Hell yeah, bud! I'll always like if any of the kids that work for me come home on a random weekend, I always tell them, let me know by Tuesday." I'll take a day off during the week, maybe, or we'll work a Saturday so you can get hours, right? Yeah. Good guy. So we're going to work tomorrow. I am out of my strain. Okay. The, the cool one that you just found. Insane in the membrane. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. agrees with me. I am out. So I did, a, agrees with me. Okay. <laughs> I did a search, and it's available to place in Worcester. And I called to confirm. They have uh, The guy told me they have over 30 eighths in stock. And I was like, perfect. So I have plenty there to get from. So I said to him, I go, hey, you want to work to like five and we'll shoot down the dispensary in Worcester. And he's like, hell yeah. Then I was like, oh, he also told me about this bar down there. So he's 21 now. So it's all legit. (laughs) I looked up. It's a mile from the dispensary to this bar. You pay, I think, $7 to get in. It's 21 plus. Mm -hmm. It's all classic arcade games oh that's kind of cool for free you don't pay for the game you just pay the cover charge that's not bad so it's everything from skee-ball and air hockey to donkey kong dig dug pac-man pinball everything like the old games so pinball was sick dude oh because you could play for hours yeah so we're gonna we're gonna work till like four Go to the dispensary. The place opens at five. We're gonna get there at five, have a couple of beers, play some video games, and I told my wife I'll be home before my daughter's bedtime. So that's my day tomorrow. You're gonna get fucked up, dude. You know what I was just thinking that we just bought a pinball. Can you imagine having a pinball machine in like your basement or something, and you just hammer that thing, and it's like the best thing ever. All right, so now we gotta save this for our top three stars of what video games you would have, or what 
what arcade game would you have in your basement? Top three. Well, could you imagine having it for like three months and like you obviously have the high score because nobody else has played it and like you're really proud of it and then your buddy comes over and like first first try beats your high score. Dominates you. you would be. Oh my god, I would I would get rid of that. <laughs> I definitely like. I I feel like one of your top three should be Big Buck Hunter. After your rant about deers. Oh, dude, I would love that shit. Anybody <laughs> listening want to give me a sick Christmas present? There you go. <laughs> so anyways, I forget where we were. What were we doing? Uh, that was your, you're going to get fucked up for your hero. Oh, no, no, that wasn't my hero. That was just a side story. You, oh. It's your, your hero. You had two. Bones. Speaking bones. of bones. Because we did bonfire and you're like, speaking of bones, weed. And then you're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. no, no, no. But we yeah. were on yours. We were on your heroes. Yeah, but I, I was done with those are my heroes. Oh, do you have a zero? I don't think I have a zero, dude. Honestly, like Chipotle shutting the doors on me at seven fifty eight when it was eight. Like they close at eight. That's tough. I got there at seven fifty eight. Like there were still people like clearly eating, just sat down in there. I get it, but also Chipotle, why are you closing at eight o'clock? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, on a Friday, right? Today was that today? No, no, no. This oh. was like a week or so ago. But you know, hmm. you know. Uh, my zero is the is as always it's technology and computers because we had a well not we ked was very patient i had a hell of a time i got some blue era screen screen that said i had to key in a microsoft id 48 character code in order to get my new computer which is why does it need updates if it's brand fucking new it uh stuff kills me i i should have and I, I'm gonna whisper this because she's upstairs. But I should have just, I should have just bought the Mac and not told my wife, and I wouldn't have had these issues. So but. like my my neighbor keeps doing shit like that. Like he just keeps buying shit and then he like doesn't tell his wife about it. And then she comes home, she's like, "What the fuck is this?" Like he just oh bought God. this brand new rifle, and he's like, and he comes over and he shows it to me, and he's like, "How sick is this?" And I'm like checking it out, and it's like, dude, this rifle if you shoot it at a tree, it'd probably take the fucking tree down. Like depending <laughs> on how, like it's just super yeah. powerful. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, that's sick. And like, she pulled into the driveway and he looks and he goes, don't say a fucking word. I'm like, and then like later that night, he texts me. He's like, yep. So I told her, <laughs> like, I got a buddy. I got a buddy like that during the pandemic. He found some guy on Etsy to make him a console video game for like $3,000. It's got like every arcade game and it's in his basement. I'm like, I don't know how often he plays it. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, I work. I make the money. I'm like, oh my God, how do you even say that to your wife? Dude. And he just bought some gun for like $2,000. I'm yeah. like, Jesus. Yeah. Like he brought this side-by-side -side and like they were talking about getting a side-by-side. -side, and then one day I got home and it was just in this driveway. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> Uh, so that's my zero. I have two heroes, just like you did. So do you see this story about uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers head coach, Mike Tomlin? I don't think so. So he was driving to his way to training camp, and he saw some kids fighting. He pulled to the side and broke up the fight. They were young kids, like 10, 13 in that range. Uh, broke up the fight and then invited the kids to training camp as his guests. He put them through drills, introduced them to players, and spoke to them about responsibility and being good citizens. Uh, fucking cool. Yeah. So that's that's a solid move. There's again, we talk about this stuff. He did not need to do that. No. It's just doing the right thing for no he he was not he oh. didn't do an interview or anything. This was everybody else talking about it. Bro, what did you just I, think of my my one of my good buddies, his brother's getting married. So they did like a little bachelor like kind of party over at his mom's house one night. Yep. So I go over there, we're having fire. See the guy he has a Bruins hat on. Wait, were you bonding around the fire? Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> Playing horseshoes. I see this guy's a Bruins hat on, so obviously I kind of fucking 
you know, just kind of check him out, see if he knows what the fuck he's talking about. Guy knew what he was talking about. Yeah. So his brother-in-law lives in the same area as Bobby Orr. Like they live in like this gated community where they golf all the time. He says he's met this guy that he could not be the nice, nicer dude. Like, ever. Yeah. um, somebody, somebody passed away and it was somebody, it was like a big deal, dude. Who the fuck was it? Recently? Nah, I think a couple of years ago, some, somebody's like wife or something passed away. Like he was like a well-known dude, super rich. And they have the, the wake or whatever. And Bobby Orr shows up to the fucking wake and uh, they go up to the guy and it's like, Hey, Bobby Orr's here. And he's like, yeah, bring him in, bring him in. So the guy goes out to grab Bobby Orr and he's like, come on, Mr. Orr. And he goes, I'm waiting in this line. Just like everybody fucking else is waiting in this oh. line. And I was like, that's a cool dude. And I guess he's wicked, wicked nice. Like he met this one, uh, the guy's son, when they were golfing, whatever, they get back to the brother-in-law's house. Somebody comes, knocks on the door and he just gives him a signed like picture of like, like, the goal. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he couldn't be a nicer guy if he yeah, tried. There's there's millions of stories about Bobby Orr like that in this area. I yeah. I I can think of like six people I know that have stories like that off the top. I of guess head. they were at a pool and Bobby Orr's walking by and some kid would like started splashing him and shit. And the parents like, What the fuck are you doing? Like went to like scream at the kid, and the guy's like, He's a kid, let him splash. Like yeah, just yeah. like just like a cool fucking dude. So yeah. Do you ever hear the story? You know, you know the deal with him with the Bruins, right? Mm-hmm. So there was a guy named uh, Alan Eagleson who was uh, Bobby Orr's rep and a rep for a lot of players. And this is when the NHL was not, they didn't want players. Oh, publici- fuck them? They didn't want players publicizing yeah. their salaries because they were all scumming <laughs> off it. And the Bruins offered a stake in ownership to Bobby Orr. And this guy never told him. And that's why he ended up going to Chicago. Yeah. So even if it was 1%, do you know how much that would be worth right now? A lot of money. Yeah. So that guy, I mean, he died. That guy went to jail up in Canada, I believe. Yeah, he was a scumbag. Of yeah. Bad guy of the week. Yeah, right. Oh, my other hero. Sorry. My truck, Betty. Betty hit 100,000. 100,000. I, I, I was aware of it, and I saw it happen. That's cool. That's always kind of cool when you look down and you see shit like that. Well, I looked down, it was like 9998. And I was like, holy shit. You drive a lot, though. What year's your truck? 2015. Seven years. You're not that bad, dude. That's not bad at all. Nope. Hopefully another another seven. Love that truck. What what kind of truck? GMC Sierra. Fucking right, dude. Fucking right. Here's one for you. So I went to get my truck. Like, this is back. I I was between a Silverado and a Jeep Wrangler. And, um, I, for some reason, I always thought GMCs were cheaper than Chevy. So I was like looking at Silverados and I was like, this is pretty expensive. I wonder what a GMC would be like being like, I could do a GMC. I looked and I was like, could not be more wrong. Like, <laughs> dude, GMCs, those, those are fucking nice vehicles. American made Brownie. I respect that. About They're the it. same GMC and Chevy are like the same Chevy's for like the Chevy's for like the suburban, you know, like GMC's like need- luxury, right? Well, I compared to my old truck. Sure. Uh, but the GMC is more the work truck, whereas the Chevy is more of a cruise truck. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. My, but this way, I got in this car. I drove. So I bought this. This was a lease return, right? So it had low mileage. Uh, I got in this truck to drive it the first time. I sat down, adjusted the seat, and I went. In my head, I was went, just keep it together. <laughs> I didn't want the kid to know. It had like a deflated tire, and I still was like, yeah, I like this one. You know, it was 
Unbelievable. I love that truck. When I went to get my truck, it, again, it was between a, a Silverado and a Jeep Wrangler. And my buddy I played hockey with was a car salesman. And he hit me up as the last day of the month. So if you're listening to this and you want to get a new vehicle, the best time to get a new vehicle is literally the last day of the month because everybody's trying to hit their quota when they, when they give out trucks, not for free, but they, you know. Yeah. So I go down there with my old man, literally just a look. And we're looking and they had a, what the, what, what do they call it? They let the, the salesman drive it around. You know what I'm talking about? They like take it home, lot, you mean? Yeah, a, a, yeah. It's like a loaner car, I guess. But yeah, like yeah. a lot of a lot of places, like the salesman, like they're like, okay, you can just drive this car. And when it gets to a certain amount of miles, you get another one, whatever it might be. Yep. I get in this thing. I look at my dad and he's looking, dude, he was so fucking happy. I'm like, I can't not get this fucking truck. Yeah. And that's how I ended up in my truck. There you go. Um, so we're good with heroes and zeros. Yeah, that's it, man. All right, three stars, buckle up, bud. All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. All right, here we go, three stars. These so this are- was an honor This was an honor of the nicknames of Nolachari, Cookie, and the Gretzky stuff. So top three nicknames, hockey, and top three nicknames, non-hockey. All right. Dude, so- I have a shitload. My honorable mention goes to Cujo. Curtis Joseph. Oh, I, have, I know I have it's not really that. like a nickname, nickname, but growing no, that's up, a nickname. my first dog it was a Rottweiler, and we named her Cujo after well, the from the movie. After for the movie, yeah. but I was such a simpleton that growing up, I thought Cujo Curtis Joseph just really liked the movie Cujo, so like <laughs> fucking loved him. I loved him. I was like, this guy's the fucking man. You Turns drank out, a lot of paint as a kid, didn't you? <laughs> did you grow up? <laughs> did you grow up underneath power lines? <laughs> um, no. So yeah, Cujo, he was the man, and I I want to say he was adopted. I want it. I'll look it up. But Cujo, that's my honorable mention. My number three, Mark Messier, the moose, dude. I, oh, I have him on my list too. Yeah, you're a hockey player, and somebody's calling you the moose, dude. You're big dick swinging, dude. Yeah. So I, I would go Mark Messier Moose. What's your number one? Well, I, that the, I did an honorable mention. Messier was my three. Oh, okay. Then I'll go. All mm-hmm. right. So I did not do any nicknames. Like if your last name, like Brendan Smith, right? Smitty. Smitty. Yeah. Or or like, you know, uh, Ryan Callahan, Callie. I didn't do any of those. Well, I did one, but I didn't do a lot of those. So my number three, and this could be recency bias maybe a little bit but uh i thought broadway was a great name jimmy hayes yeah that's a sick that's a sick nickname Dad. that's a great nickname it is. so oh yeah. sorry my honorable mentions so i'm gonna blast out all my honorable yeah. oh wait i i'll do my honorable mentions at the end in case you say them all right curtis joseph was adopted nailed it oh, uh, my all right jim and mike thanks very kindly well, that wasn't <laughs> supposed to happen uh my number two yeah, gotta go with the king, Henrik Lundqvist. Yep, um, I had that on there. I mean, him. He, there's not a more beautiful like dude in the world like that, and and he was unbelievable at his thing. He's got a fucking rope on him from what people talk about. Goes down to his kneecap from what I hear, <laughs> and just he's. I mean, he. Uh, I was very blessed to watch that guy play hockey. So that's my number two star. Uh, my number two, and this is because I was reading, I was talking to my wife before this and she goes, Oh, I really like that one. So I'm like, you know what? I'll make it my number two little ball of hate. Yep. And 
I mean, listen, I know everybody calls Marshawn that, but it was originally Pat Verbeek. You you don't like Pat Verbeek, though, right? I would have loved him. Oh, no, Dino Cicerelli. Yeah. You don't like that. Some off-ice issues there. All right. Um, My number one, Pavel Bure, the Russian Rocket. Uh, Funny story. So I grew up playing Corinthians hockey until I was like, second year Bantam. So we literally had like eight or nine games outside practice, maybe three times a year before I actually got to play in a rink. And I remember like we would have playoffs in a rink, like just a regular hockey rink. And I remember walking into the regular hockey rink being like, Holy shit, I'm in the NHL. Like, this is fucking cool. Isn't that crazy? Like now it's like, how old old were you? Second year Bantam. So I don't, I I mean, old enough where I shouldn't be walking into a hockey rink thinking I made the NHL. Like, (laughs) but it's crazy because at the time I remember it being that way. And now you look at how many rinks I played in. It's fucking whatever. But so before I went and played youth hockey and shit, like organized, my dad's like, I got to put you in a summer league to see if you can like handle it, I guess. So I played in this King of the Hill uh, league in Clifton Park. And I I mean, dude, we didn't hit in Corinth. Like it was like there was nothing. And when you're a band, you're hitting. So it's more or less to see how I would adjust. So the guy ended up calling me the Corinth Rocket. Because, uh, again, growing up, I didn't have as much ice time as everybody else. My skating was a little weird. I was always really, really fast. But stopping was always kind of optional. And I would yep. just run into things. <laughs> like, all yep. the time. Like, I would be like, bam, or a person or anything like that. So he called me the Corinth Rocket. So that's why the Russian Rocket is my number one. All right. Uh, my number one was going to be Iggy. But then I said that whole thing about I didn't do names based off of that, so he's not. But my number one, because I think this is a great nickname, Turk. Yeah, and for Derek people who don't know, that's Gerard uh, Gallant. Uh, his oh, brother. yeah, I meant Derek Sanderson, but yeah, Gerard Gallant. Oh, yeah, same thing. Why did they call Sanderson that? I Probably because the Young Turks was like, a, I think that was like a thing, like saying you're like a stud, I think. Oh, okay. Well, Gallant. Because he did that, that, that uh, he had a bar with... Uh, Joe Namath, him, and Hawk Harrelson, I think. It's not bad. Yeah, Bachelor's Three or something like that. Well, Glant, he, he was Turks. His uncle had pet turkeys in the, the turkeys. That's Jeter. right. Der- and Derek Jeter named after Derek Sanderson. I still don't think that's real. I think, <laughs> fuck you, dude. You were fucking no, with me. No, yes, you were. I honestly okay. think that's true. Yeah, okay. I, um, you know what? I will text Kevin Paul DuPont tomorrow and I'll ask him. Do it. And I will take a screenshot and send it to you. Whatever do you it. say. I will. Right. Um, you and say now, it like, like you're daring me. Like, <laughs> you won't do it. Now, top three non-hockey. Wait, wait, wait. Let me give you my honorable Uh Jumbo for Jumbo Joe. Jumbo's a great name. Mr. Hockey. I mean, I feel like we had to say that. We talked about the great one before. Yeah. Uh, the Kid, just to get you angry. That's a cool nickname. Yeah. No, I know. Dominator. <sighs> That's a good nickname. Yeah, that is a good nickname. Uh, Butchie for Butch Cassidy or anybody named Bruce, you know? Yeah. Uh, and this one, it's not really a nickname, but I'm trying to make it catch on for Bergeron, the perfect human. I like that. What about Boogeyman for Bugard? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Shattenkirk, Shatty, but that's another one based off a name, right? Off their last name. We, I would kind of like to look into more of that. You know that song where it's like every day I'm shuffling, bump, 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 bump. Some people used to make T-shirts every day on buffling when it'd be like a. Oh yeah! Oh, big buff, big buff, big buff. 
Uh, hey, before we go to non-hockey, so you're obviously Ked. I'm Brownie. What other nicknames have you had in your life? I was real small growing up, so I was peanut there for a bit. <laughs> um, James Carmen, whenever my mom or my grandma was mad at me. Jimmy uh, Bags. I was Bags when I was at Hudson Valley. Um, that's probably really it, man. That was supposed to be mine. What about you? I wish oh, I had really? like, like Ked's not bad. I don't hate Ked, but it'd be kind of cool if I was like Maverick or something, you know. <laughs> I've always had Brownie. Uh, in high school, I was Rhino, and that was through college too. Because I, in lacrosse, I used to hit head first, and there was one time I hit a kid and like speared him basically, and then I ran over him, and the coach was like. Brownie hit that guy like a rhino and then, you know, and stuck. And, uh, I had a, I had a job as a camp counselor and I was young. Like I was only like a few years older than the campers. Mm -hmm. So I was like, a like assistant counselor. I don't know what they called it. Um, and the head guy called me boo-boo like boo-boo bear. So those are the line, I guess. I think that's it. There my grand my grandfather used to call me his little Guido because I have like Italian in me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's like a racial remark that might not be so. yeah. oh. no, he no, he was not. He was just like your old school, just like grandpa. No, so, yeah. Yeah. But that like, might have been a little dig at your other side of the family. Yeah, but it is what it is. Um, all right. Three non-hockey niggas. Oh, this is hard. There's a lot of really Are good these just specifically sports. No, I didn't. Oh, I did specifically sports. All right. All right. Well, honorable mention the honey badger. Ah, I just circled that. Mm-hmm. Nice. LSU. He was he he was nasty. Oh, he's still in the pros too. He's yeah. Great. Uh, my third, the soul in the SWAT, the king of crash, the colossus of clout, the great Bambino, the Bay Babe Ruth. I mean, you have that many nicknames. You're you're a legend. Yep. So that's my third star. My third star. Old time. Oh my god, I can't do both of these. Which one do I like better? Uh my all right, so I'll do this instead. Hold on, I'm changing mine. Old time <coughs> eight ball pitcher for the Red Sox, Bill the Spaceman Lee. That's kind of cool. And he there's a picture of him doing like a big kick windup, and he's got like an old NASA helmet on. That's pretty cool. I like that. I never heard of him, but I like it. Uh, my number two, I and like so I go through these things where like I, I work out a lot, get like in decent shape, and then I just eat pizzas and pizzas and pizzas and pizzas, and I be I become one of this. Uh, the round mound of rebound. Oh, Barkley, Charles Barkley. That's he a was fun. also Sir Charles too. Yeah, that that's kind of a cool nickname. Yeah, so. that is a, that's a lot to say, but yeah, yeah. it's yeah. fucking cool though. So yeah, mean, I agree. I'll give you that one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two then would be. And there's two of these. I have them tied because they're related. Mm-hmm. Billy the Kid, which is kind of like Sid the Kid, which is where it comes from. But Wild Bill Hickok or Wild Bill anybody. I think Wild Bill is just a great one. Wild Bill is a sick name. Yeah. Like if your name's Bill, you grow up hoping people call you Wild Bill. Exactly. You know what I mean? I feel like you go from Billy the Kid to Wild Bill. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. That's like yeah. going from Jimmy to Jim. There you go. Kind of thing. Uh, my, num- my number one, the fucking big unit, bud, Randy Johnson. Oh, well, oh, big hurt was Frank Thomas. The big yeah, yeah, 
unit, dude. Unit I, and his last name's Johnson. Yeah. Come on. Oh, I never put that together till oh, just yeah. now. <laughs> Fucking hose on that. That is great. That's I mean, great. dude, that poor fucking bird ate a 100 mile yeah. an hour fucking I just thought that. Yeah. Dude, what? Talk All about right. being in the wrong fucking place at the wrong time, yeah. dude. All right, so my number one, and this is number one because it edged out a teammate of his, William the Refrigerator Perry. Mm-hmm. That's a great nickname, the Fridge. It is. Especially when they had him running in touchdowns and stuff. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Honorable mention, Jerome the Bus Bettis. There you go. Want to go back and forth? I mean, I don't have too many after that, but if you want to keep going, go for it. Walter Payton, Sweetness. That's cool. What was Griffey? Was Griffey ever anything? Kid. Yeah. Dude, that's how you know you're sick. Like, if you're like a young stud in in a sport and they call you the kid. Yeah. 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 You got any more sports ones? Oh, man. I'd have to fucking think about it, man. What did, right, did, I'll, did they I'll, call I'll rattle some sports ones for you. Maybe it'll jog some memories. Butterbean. Oh, da- Butterbean. Remember that guy? Yep. David Boomer Wells. Called him Boomer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Dr. J. <coughs> That's a cool nickname to have. Air Jordan. I mean, yeah. it's a whole sneaker thing. Uh, Mr. October. That's a good one. Or Mr. November, Derek Jeter. Uh, Johnny fucking football, dude. Oh, yeah. Johnny Hockey. Uh, Johnny Hockey would have been way cooler if Johnny Hockey became Johnny Hockey before Johnny football became Johnny football. I think Johnny Hockey's got some swag to it because Johnny Hockey is a much better hockey player than Johnny football is a football player. In the pros. But I would argue Johnny football was way better at college sports than Johnny. Fair. I'll give you that one. Magic Johnson. Magic's a nickname. He is magic. Yeah. Uh, my, oh, I got a few more sports ones. Uh, Megatron. Yep. Um, Catfish Hunter. The old. Oh picture. man, yes, that's a fucking great one, man. They used yeah. to be like my Reddit name, the real Catfish Hunter. <laughs> uh, and then anyone named Bubba. Bubba's fucking cool. Yeah, that's a great name. So, Hal is allergic to peanuts. Yeah. And so we would call him Peanut sometimes. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's fucking any. My buddy Mer- uh, Merb, we call him Zoomy because of the fucking drinking game. Zoomy, Zoomy, fuck me up. My buddy Johnny, uh, we call him Snoop because he showed up to a hockey pickup skate with a Snoopy on his jersey. So everybody calls him Snoop now. I like that. Nickname- nicknames are good. You just got to make sure you have the right one, man. So here's I a kid. I played hockey with a kid. His name was. Um, Everybody knew him as Austin Ryder, but that was his middle name. His first name is Richard. And and growing up, people called him Dick Ryder. That's a tough bid. That's a tough, that's a tough look. Uh, I'm gonna give you my non-hockey ones. Puffy. Puffy's good. You know what we were just talking about Wild Bill? Yep. Bill can go either one way. Wild Bill or Buffalo Bill. And you definitely want to be Wild Bill. Yeah, for sure. Uh and then right along with Puffy, Biggie. Mm-hmm. Bugsy Siegel. Bugsy. Bugsy, oh, Bugsy Malone. Malone. That could have been a hockey one. That's a good hockey one. It's a good. You should have thought one. of that. Uh, Jay Wow. <laughs> she went to Columbia High School, which is not that far from me. Uh, Biz when, Nasty. When she came out, is at when that show first came out, 
she was all right. I mean, she's older yeah. now, but Jay Wow is a great nickname. And this is going to be the second time I said this. You never fall in love with the Jersey Shore. Dude. That's fair. Uh, you ever hear of Charlie Parker? No. Jazz musician, Bird. Famous okay. jazz musician, Bird. Uh, you said this one earlier, Maverick. Maverick's a great nickname. Maverick's a sick. Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Ooh, great one. The mm. Beast. <laughs> and then I also had J-Lo. Because I feel like J-Lo started all those, yeah, all those like D-Wade or A-Rod. I feel like J-Lo started all that. So you know how like the kid is if you're cool, if you're an athlete? Yeah. Like J-Lo was like, if you're cool, if you're like, you're a singer. Like, I think everybody else kind of started doing shit like that after her. I think she was the first one. Jenny from the block. Yeah. Oh, that's a pretty good nickname too. But J-Lo, I mean, does anybody, I don't think anybody calls her Jennifer Lopez. Everybody calls her J-Lo. Yeah, the only time I ever heard her called Jennifer Lopez is that South Park episode. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Do you like South Park? I feel like you would love South Park. I do. I just don't keep up with it. I, I'm but every once in a while, well, I got caught. My uh, my wife was like, "What are you guys watching?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm watching cartoons." She came around the corner. And she's like, "No." <laughs> I think my daughter was like three at the time. You know what? Did you ever? Did you ever have like shows growing up that your parents just didn't let you watch? My dad would not let me watch The Simpsons. No idea why. Hmm. No, I, I don't know. I don't know. But we also, uh, there, when I was growing up, there was a lot less channels. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have all that. And plus, we got the old, like, get outside and yeah. go. Like, my wife won't let, she does not. Well, it's not that she doesn't let. She really is strongly against me showing my daughter the three stooges okay she needs to be a little older she said i'm like this is her time to watch this she's like no it's not so dude you ever see you ever see the show whose line is it anyway i love that show dude i that up on my phone the other day that show is so fucking funny i don't know his name in real life but he's the same guy who plays herb on two and two and a half men ryan styles that guy is so fucking funny dude and yeah. also, while we're talking TV, I watched. I've watched a little bit of Jeopardy over the week. That okay. new guy that they have fucking replacing Trebek, like you could not have done better than that. Yeah, I I don't want I I don't watch it. Um, but that's like he's a legend, you know. Yeah, I yeah, but they got. I think they. I think the guy that they picked. This is definitely gonna be mea culpa, but I think he's the dude who owns like the record for most consecutive Jeopardies in a row. Oh. And that guy could not be any more of a wet blanket if he tried. Like, Trebek was like, I don't want to call him a wet blanket. He was very well put together, but he would still have fun occasionally and shit. Yeah, I get you. This guy's not like that. What are your thoughts on Steve Harvey? Uh, I think he's funny on um, Family, Family Feud. Yeah. I don't think I heard he's I'm gonna. Good. I don't think I'm gonna go to Steve Harvey for life advice like his other talk show. Yeah. I, I I heard he's a dick. That's why I asked you because on oh. Family Feud he's hilarious. Like yeah. he's actually really funny. But but I wonder if the cameras were rolling. Like if we could get the unedited version, does he big time everybody during the commercial? Like, we'll yeah, I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, so I'm surprised he didn't fucking Wee Man. I'm surprised he didn't put oh. any like jackass guys. In well, there. I was gonna say Knoxville, but Bam Margera. Oh, Bam's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, Danger Aaron. I mean, all the wrestlers, dude. <coughs> yeah, we could have named every wrestler. Like, yeah. 
But the I feel like they don't come up with them, the people, the wrestler themselves. Actually, I saw a thing today where Brock Lesnar, I guess Conor McGregor is saying stuff about the WWE and Brock Lesnar. They had this whole thing like, I'll, if he wants to come talk to me face to face, I'll, you know, take care of it. So maybe Conor McGregor is going to show up for a WWE event. Brock Lesnar? Oh, that's got to be fake then, because in real life, if Conor McGregor went up to co- to Brock Lesnar, Brock oh, Lesnar he'd kill him. Yeah, Brock yeah. Lesnar was is a legitimate legitimate wrestler. He was an NCAA champ, and he's and a UFC champ. Yeah, and oh, that's right. Champ. Champ. Brock yeah. Lesnar would murder pretty much anybody on planet Earth. Yeah, that's fair. Does he have a nickname? Oh, King of the North, Jon Snow. That's a good one. Oh, is that from Game of Thrones? Yep. Are, 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 any any nicknames on Always Sunny? I guess the waitress. Nobody actually knows what her name is. Do you know waitress. that? Do you know that Charlie Day? They're married in real life. I I learned this like a few years ago, and I still remember how happy I was when I learned that. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's so nice. But they but they never named her. It's always no. A it's fantastic. Like, I think that's fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rip from Yellowstone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's coming back soon with a like a two-hour premiere. That's gonna be that's gonna be good watching. I can't wait for that. Yeah, I'll I'll record girl from that show. Oh my god, because I don't want to deal with the commercials. Are there any like country music ones? I just called George Drake the king of country music. I don't know if that's like his real thing. Oh, look at James Brown. James Brown, Godfather of Soul. Did Johnny Cash have a nickname? The Man in Black. That's a sick fucking nickname. Yeah, that is. Aretha Franklin was the godmother of soul or the queen of soul, maybe. Michael Jackson was the king of pop. Michael Scott was Michael Scarn. I think we're reaching now. <laughs> well, no, that one might have been a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank oh, you. Harry, Harry O'Reilly was called Taz. <clears throat> That's cool. Um, quick shout out oh, to we should have we should have come up with like groups like the Legion of Poon, the Legion of Boom. The I don't know if there's gonna be that many more groups besides that though. The Purple People Eaters, that was another one. I don't know who they are. That was the Vikings defense. And I think the Bears, the monsters of the midway. I think that's what they call them. I don't know. Oh, um, quick right. shout out to uh Will. Um, he works at Disconnected Rink. He came up to me. I was walking in the rink the other day, and he's like, "Holy shit, you're in the morning skate!" And he listened to the Rizzo. He he loves Brownie. So uh, he's the guy who comments on our YouTube channel and and all that shit. So shout out to uh, Will. Uh, fucking really nice guy. Really kind of cool to meet him. Um, boy, Will. All right, what do you got for Ginla tonight? Well, I asked Kevin Paul Dupont. I told him, I did tell him at the end of every uh, podcast how I sign off to Aginla and everything. And I go, so Aginla was here for you. You got any good stories? He didn't have a story. And he said, um, he said he was just super professional and everything. But I go, well, I asked, I go, I asked everybody. I asked Bo, I told him how I asked Bo Bennett just off the cuff, you know, not on the docket or anything. And he told us that great hot tub story. And DuPont went, uh, oh, I don't have a hot tub story, but I have a bathtub story for you. And I was like, fire away. So he told me this great story. And you're going to have to listen to the other episode in order to hear that story. There you go. Like that. Yeah. Uh, that's good plug. Good plug. Well, Thanks, everybody, thanks for 
Hey, you listen, know, don't forget. God bless you, Jerome again, wherever you are, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for tuning in. Hockey's almost here, guys. You can follow us on Twitter at Morning on Shore Skate. Same with Instagram. Check out our YouTube channel. We're everywhere. So uh like, subscribe. Oh my god, Dale Earnhardt, the intimidator. Oh, yeah. Oh, and his son was Junior. Yeah. Junior's not a bad one. I think they might have called Griffey Jr. too a little bit. Yeah. Jeff. Oh my Gordon god, Shaquille O'Neal's got like 50 nicknames. Yeah. We <laughs> oh so our Mia Culpa is just gonna be just us listing just cool nicknames. nicknames that we couldn't think of. Yeah. So many nicknames. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. We will talk to you guys next week. Um, yeah, later. See you.